Hey, good morning. Welcome to our Friday morning marketing coffee break. I'm going to tell you the number one question I get asked about marketing and, of course, what my answers to it are. This is Vicki Wu, and as always, we're talking about the best tips for marketing your small business. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of the latest updates. Business owners always want to know, how much am I supposed to spend on my marketing budget? A good rule of thumb across the board, and you will hear this from other experts as well, is you need to spend about 20% of your revenue. I want to give that a caveat. It's not all just advertising. When people hear that, they that 20% number, they tend to kind of gasp if they're in the early stages of their business because 20% seems like a lot. And that's because they equate that with strictly advertising, such as buying pay-per-click ads. And, you know, they kind of step back and think, how can I do that? That's, you know, quite a bit just to spend on advertising. But marketing is not advertising. Advertising is one small piece of marketing, and it can be an important piece to your marketing plan, but it's not the only thing that you need to do. So that should give you a little bit of, you know, relaxation there. You want to consider all of the pieces of your marketing. Your website is very important. So the expense for hosting your website, for purchasing your domain name. If you're having someone build your website for you, you need to consider that expense. If you have an assistant or someone writing blog posts for you or doing other updates on your website, all of those costs figure into that budget. It could be, especially for entrepreneurs who are trying to DIY a lot of their marketing, that budget could include classes that you take to learn how to do your marketing. Yeah, I know on your on your financials that there's usually a line item for you know classes, but in your marketing budget itself, those marketing classes can be part of that as well because it's helping you learn how to do your marketing. The cost for your email list provider, someone like Mailchimp, that's who we prefer. Anything like that, that small monthly fee, it may only be $10 or $15, but all of that goes into your marketing budget. If you're paying a VA to maybe do some social media posting or design some graphics, or even just if they're kind of collecting your leads for you or putting them in a spreadsheet, any of those pieces that go into marketing should be part of your overall marketing budget. So when I say that 20% number, you don't have to gasp because you're already paying for a lot of those things anyway. You just need to flesh them out into your overall marketing budget. That 20% number is really just a guideline. And it can change depending upon the life cycle stage that your business is in. Startup businesses are going to need more budget. You're going to want to max out that 20%, maybe even go higher if you can, 25, 30, because as I always say, and you'll always hear other people say, it takes 11 times for someone to see and hear and absorb your message. So if part of your budget includes pay-per-click advertising, for example, 
or if part of your budget includes paying a VA to do some of your social media posting, then it's going to take 11 times before those messages even start generating any interest, much less any conversions and sales. So because of that, because of the amount of awareness that you need to build in a startup, you can see that your budget's probably going to need to be higher than at other stages of a business's life cycle. This can also be true if you're introducing a new product or service, even though your business may have some awareness, it'll take a little bit more to get that new product or service kicked off than it will at later stages in that product's life cycle. I'm gonna tell you now my secret in how you can make this happen if you are a solo entrepreneur, a small business just starting out, and you don't have either a spouse who is supporting your business and providing the income for you to spend on those expenses, or, you know, some wealthy family member who left you a large inheritance. Not all of us are lucky to have either of those. For instance, I bootstrap my own business expenses, even though I have a husband who's great and supports my business and what I do, he does not provide the funding for it. And I don't have any large inheritance sitting around to cover my expenses and my budget. It can be really easy to hit that 20% when you do it in small bites. Now, I know when you sit down and make your budget for the year, which you should be doing, you're going to see you know, if your goal is 100000 in sales, you're going to see that 20000 needs to be spent on marketing. And when you're at the beginning of the year and none of that income has come in yet, you kind of think, ouch, or, you know, those doubts start creeping in. How am I going to make that happen? So I'll tell you the secret right now. When you're bootstrapping, every sale you make, you set aside 20% for marketing. You're still going to have to pre-fund some things, and I'll get to that in just a second. But every time you make a sale, the first, first of all, you need to include that 20% in your pricing. So if you're looking at cost, um, an hourly rate, for example, not that that's what I recommend that you do, and you're figuring that if I want to make $100,000 a year, there's roughly 2,000 work hours traditionally in a year, so that means I need to charge $50 per hour. If you're wanting to take home $100,000 a year, kind of as your pay to yourself, that number's going to have to go higher to cover the expenses. So you need to increase it by 20% to cover your marketing budget, and of course you'll probably have some other expenses that you need to cover as well. So instead of $50 per hour, you'd be at $60 per hour, and you'd be taking that 20% and setting it aside for your marketing budget. So for the first hour of service you provide, you take that $10 and invest it in marketing. That could be perhaps your, if you're just starting out, one of the first things you need is a website. An online presence is really critical to any business, especially for millennials and the younger generations. One of the first things they do, even if you're recommended to them by 
a good friend that they trust and you come with glowing reviews, the first thing they're going to do still is look you up online. And while you can get away a little bit with some of the social media presence covering that, like Facebook business page, your own website is the only thing that you can have full control over and show whatever you want on it. So you need a basic website at a minimum. And if you're doing it yourself, that's fine. That may be how you have to start. Maybe you can't afford even a very affordable rate for a professional website. But if you're doing it yourself, that needs to be one of the first places where you put some budget. You need budget to purchase your domain name, which depending upon where you buy it, um, pretty much they're all the same rate, no matter if you're buying GoDaddy, Namecheap, uh, Google Domains, any of the vendors out there will give you the same price. The thing you have to be concerned with is that you can't always get a .com for a low price, but a domain name could run you about $12 a year. So you've done one hour of service with that extra $10 at 20% tacked on for your marketing. The first thing you're gonna do is take that and buy your domain name. After you do a couple more hours of service, you're going to purchase your website hosting. That can run you anywhere from, I use Bluehost, I'll drop a link in the comments below. Runs me about $35, $40 a year. GoDaddy will run you around $100 a year. Not very expensive, it's just a few dollars per month. But after you do your next couple of hours of sales or you've sold your next product and kept that 20% for marketing, you're going to purchase your hosting and from there, you can start building out a basic website, at least with you know a couple of pages, a contact page, information about you, about your service and product. So that's always where you want to start and how you want to start. The next thing I would recommend if you're not very familiar with marketing is invest that 20% in some training courses for you if you're going to be doing it yourself. You could also instead invest it in a VA who's going to do it, or if you want more expert services, you could do a company such as ours, which offers you the whole oversight as well as the implementation. So plan out an attack plan of priorities on where you're going to take that 20% and start investing it as you go along until you get to the point where you have enough regular sales coming in that your marketing budget kind of runs a little bit more on autopilot and you don't have to piecemeal it and bootstrap it as you go along. Bootstrapping is great. That's how most small businesses start. Nothing wrong with it. And it's actually a very good lesson to teach you how to grow your business very effectively and efficiently. If you want a quick overview of where to start, where to put your next focus and budget, we have a proprietary three by three marketing matrix. There's training for it on my website or you can just grab the download. And basically it's a nine square grid and you choose your next 
item in marketing that you're going to add by either going across a row or down a column and you add one small thing at a time. This is good even if you're not a startup in, in a bootstrap situation. It's still good for you to not try to overwhelm your efforts and add too many things where you can't focus on them and do them well. So you're just gonna add one small thing at a time and it can be great for determining your next marketing priority as well as determining the next spot you're going to put some of that bootstrap marketing budget. So that's it for today. I'm, I'm gonna say goodbye from actually beautiful Seattle. We are here for some work in Seattle and my husband has run out to get me some Starbucks which will not be hard to find here in Seattle. There's one on every corner. Until next week, if you have any questions on marketing or on this 20% marketing budget, feel free to drop them in the comments below or connect to our website, bikiwoo.us, and ask them there. And we will either answer you directly or we'll put your answer on our next episode.